I'm a singer, I'm a drummer. Either of those two would do. <laughs> Welcome to the A to Z of Phil Collins. I'll take it to check, but I prefer the cash. <laughs> the idea behind this podcast is to take a journey through the life and music of Phil Collins. When I said yes to do the job, it was just to write the songs. But as I did the demos, they decided they couldn't see anybody else singing them. We'll talk about events like Band-Aid. It was an ego-free day. Pay tribute to friends like Eric Clapton and Robert Plant and tackle subjects including reunions, gorillas and the importance of a good drum fill. Stories, songs, memories, each one represented by a different letter from A to Z. I always used to watch the Oscars and, you know, you wonder what it's like to be up there and then suddenly you get an opportunity. And the winner is... Everything I've done has been really a bit like jazz. This is the A to Z of Phil Collins podcast. With me, Phil Collins. Hello and welcome to this, the very final episode of the A to Z of Phil Collins podcast. Over the past five episodes, Phil Collins and myself, Matt Everett, have been journeying across the alphabet with stories, songs and memories from Phil's life and career so far. And now we reach the end, the last few letters from T to Z, the finale. And we'll look at the love of Phil's songs amongst the big names from the urban music community, Yusu and Dur, and more. But we'll start with something Phil has been doing a lot of in recent years, but something he never thought he'd do again. T. T is for touring. The audiences have been fantastic. Um, wherever it's been, I mean, with South America, there's huge football stadiums. Australia, we hadn't been to for God knows how many years, and, and that was incredible. So... So far, it's been wonderful. The band are enjoying it, and for short bursts of, of energy, you know? I mean, so you, when time comes to finish, you're still enjoying it. What was the first show like? First show was in Liverpool. The audience were lovely. You know, when I came out, they kind of stood up and thought, you know, it was just, it was, it was everything about it was, was memorable. Great review. Then we went from there... I think we went to Sheffield, and then we went to London. I, I think that was what, what happened. But the demand for tickets, and we were all up for it, and it was uh, the audience were up for it, and it was it was great fun. That must have felt really good. Yeah. Because it is stepping yeah. off the edge of the cliff again yeah. and not knowing quite how it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, it's like that a little bit every night because, you, you know, you can't say to people, well, he should have been here last night, it was great, you know. You've got to be good tonight. So I was very, very chuffed that uh, the audience took to it and and the band, uh, you know, playing better and better every every gig. You. You is for Urban Renewal, a 2001 compilation album featuring Phil's songs done by R&B, soul and hip-hop artists. Old Dirty Bastard's version of the studio is great. And it's like, it's really good. I was listening to it the other day. It's... That must be nice. It's always lovely to get the respect of one's contemporaries, but it's something to get the respect of people who come from a completely different musical background to you do. And yeah. there's this whole R&B hip-hop world that, like, it's got a love, got a lot of love, PC. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is, that, that's lovely. Yeah, I mean, Warner's said they wanted to try to get this album done I said, well, good luck, but I mean, I, I, I don't want anything to do with it, you know, because I don't, I, 
this is your thing. It's just I don't want to slap myself on the back. <laughs> so, um, you know, they gave some money to some people that never came back, <laughs> I think. That's what I heard. But uh, I remember sitting in a, in a room listening to it with the Warners people and um, I didn't know what to expect. There are some things in there which are quite inspired, you know. I haven't heard it since then, but, um, yeah, there's quite a few people in there that did a good job. It's that nice thing, isn't it, when you see unexpected people name-dropping you and using your music as a reference? That's like, that's a nice point to get to as well, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's all a pleasant surprise to me, you know. I mean, uh, what can I say? It's, uh, I don't come across it myself, you know. My daughter, maybe Lily, you know, she'll text me and say, have you heard what so-and-so said? And I, I know, and I'll go and maybe look it up or she'll tell me. So it's it, it's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy about that. That's one of the, you know, getting praise from from other people in your business, especially, as you say, from different walks of the musical life. It's great to have something positive said. You're listening to the A to Z of Phil Collins with me, Phil Collins. V. V is for vertebra. I can't imagine how difficult that was. What you the 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 medical process that you went through? Um, well, I mean, it, it was people go through it every day. You know, I mean, there's lots wrong with me. <laughs> when you, no, you know, there's hands that won't behave themselves. There's the back that hurts. I can't, you know, they've got dropped foot. I got a knee that needs replacing. You know, there's just it's just. Been playing drums since I was five, and I think some of it, the bits have just worn out, you know. I can still sing, so I sit on the chair and, and sing, and, and no one's complained yet, you know, which is, which is a good sign. So, you know, it's, it's something that my back needed to be dealt with. Unfortunately, it left, with, left me with a couple of other injuries which have stopped me being able to play. W. W is for wealth. What did you do with your first big royalty check? That first one when you're like, all right, okay. This is, I've been waiting for this. <clears throat> what did you do with it? There's a, a PRS, Performing Rights Society. Yeah. They used to send checks to the writers rather than go through agents or managers or whatever. They sent it direct to the writers uh, every six months. And I remember hearing Ray Davis talk about this um, he used to sit by the letterbox <laughs> waiting. And, and, you know, I think he's not wrong by saying, by assuming that the rest of us did too, because it was mine. Yeah. This is mine. Uh, they can't take 25% of this, you know, or whatever. So um, what did I do with it? I don't remember what I did with it. I just saved it, you know. I, I, I was... My mum told me to save for a rainy day, so I did. <laughs> she said, excuse me, but do you remember me? I said, no, I don't believe I do. So she looked me up and down and undressed me with her eyes. Then she said, you got everything I need. 
W is also for Wear My Hat. So I said, okay, you can wear my hat, you can have my coat, you can take my shirt, cause I don't need it. You can wear my shoes, you can take my socks, come on, take my bag, it's yours. If you love it, you can have it if you love it. Ain't no problem if you love it. Come on, take it if you love it. X. X is for X-ray. When was the last kind of check up you had and how are you doing right now? We touched on this earlier, but... Yeah, right now. Well, I, I have x-rays pretty regularly for one thing or another. I'm doing okay now, you know. Good. Apart from the bits that are wrong, you know. The bits that are wrong aren't going to get any better, probably. Right. So I'm, I'm kind of stuck with a stick and limping around. But that's okay. Why? Why is for Yusu Undur and his impact on the 1996 album Dance Into the Light. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I I got to know him a little bit and we started to send his... Well, he started to send me tapes to work on, to collaborate on something, you know. I, he has a wonderful voice, a lot fantastic energy and his band is is wonderful. And that that period when I was, I was going to Montreux Jazz Festival to see him and listening to his records, you know, it kind of... Um, it's very bright, very you know, optimistic, if you like. So, um, yeah, I found him um, influential to some extent, certainly on Dancing to the Light, that we're, we're on a few tracks. His approach I used. But, yeah, he's, he's a world-class talent. There's a lot of Senegalese and West African music that is, you know, wonderful from a rhythm point of view and spirit point of view. You're listening to the A to Z of Phil Collins with me, Phil Collins. Y is for, of course, You Can't Hurry Love. So the final letter, we've reached Z or Z. If you're American, take your pick. I don't mind. And so Z or Z is for Zoinol, Lava, which is a track that Phil did with experimental producer Brian Eno. Because you were kind of there at the, at the, kind of the invention of ambient music, pretty much yeah, with Eno. Yeah, with, with, with Eno, yeah. I mean, uh, I can't picture what Zoinol, Lava sounds like. It's pretty ambient. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, Zoinol... Is the is the same Zawinol from Joe Zawinol that I was talking about earlier, 
Yeah, those sessions with Eno were very uh, refreshing. I mean, because I, I was starting to work on my own at home, and that's what he did. And when when I when he called me up to do what became another Green World, and then before and after science, and then music for films, you know, he'd just throw a few random ideas out in the room and, and the people that were there, you know, we picked it up and ran with it. And then he'd use it. I mean, he'd use things that he did at home on his records and that encouraged me to use my demos. Okay. Uh, because all my records were my demos with stuff added onto them in a studio. Uh, I never went in there with a band. One or two songs we did that later. But normally it was just me left to my own devices and then bringing people to overdub on top of them. So you could always have that bass that you liked in the original, in the original version. You always have the basis of the song. Yeah, you know, he's, he, he's, he's quite a brilliant guy. I mean, we, we st we've stayed in touch a little bit. Yeah, very interesting guy. That's it. That's our A to Z. I mean, was that? How was that? Was that? Was that all right? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. You know, you, this kind of thing always makes you think of things you hadn't thought of for a long time. Do you enjoy this kind of stuff? Yeah. Huh? Do you enjoy this element of it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I, I always, you know, like, um, how did you join Genesis? Or, or tell me about Susudio. Where did you get the name Susudio from? You notice we didn't ask that. No. Uh, at some point. Well done. It's been very good to speak to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So that's it. That's the end of the A to Z of Phil Collins' podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening and learnt something unexpected and surprising about Phil's life and music, all from the man himself. The previous episodes of the podcast are up online now, so subscribe to go back and hear the whole of the A to Z from start to finish. I've been your host, Matt Everett. The producer was Kelly Redmond, and this has been a Cup and Nuzzle production. Music